You're listening to a Verulam Sports podcast from 92.6 FM, Radio Verulam. You can catch us online at www.radioverulam.com. Hi, I'm Zach Khan, and I'm the golf correspondent for the Verulam Sports Show. This is part two of three of a conversation I had with Paul Keane, the general manager of Verulam Golf Club. In this podcast, Paul discusses the current workings of the club. I, obviously, it's going to seem like an odd segue now, but um, I read during the research you've spoken to the National Golfer Club, and you mentioned in the in the interview there your forward thinking club and you a five year plan. Is that still in place? Do you still have the five year plan? Yeah, and it rolls. It's a rolling five year plan. Okay. Just to keep us a business plan of where we want to go in terms of taking the golf course further forward, what we want to take this further forward, you know, and doing things different yeah. to what an ordinary golf club would do. And, you know, three years ago now, for example, um, when we were looking at doing different things for social events, um, and we do things now that aren't definitely not just for members, as we were saying earlier, but we have an outdoor cinema event. And we showed Top Gun. Okay. <laughs> and so we sold tickets online and we advertised it on a Facebook page and boosted the page. Obviously, local residents were seeing it and we had 300 people here, of which 240 were non members. Um, came along, great atmosphere, great for the club because people were seeing the club, some for the first time ever. Yeah. But we're here just for the outdoor cinema. We got some bookings off the back of it, and people have oh, never been here before. Can I have? They were looking obviously in the inside and going like, nice inside. Can I have a christening here? Can I have a party here? And so it sort of helped us extend links within the community a bit more. That actually, yes, it's predominantly a golf club, but it's got great off course facilities where we can host events such as weddings, parties outdoor cinema events now we now do um dining experiences so then we have a show like faulty towers or only fools and horses or a lower low that's combined with a meal and they're professional west end actors yeah so there's a meal going on with a show and very reasonably priced and for example we've done eight faulty towers now and everyone sold out and after the first two that were all members the first one's all members but since then, the mix has changed. So it's mostly non-members coming to it. Okay. So it's just a way of diversifying. How have you been streams. advertising those? Facebook. They've got a page where they obviously lots of people are looking for Bolter Tower shows. So that's on there. We sell it on a ticket agent, Eventbrite. Um, so just ways of getting that out locally and then sharing that on local Instagram, Facebook pages, like all things and orphans. Yeah. Um, the Auburn Way Instagram account that we work got, got quite good links with, and they and they help us and they're massive successes and everyone comes along. It's a great time. Yeah. Because they are good fun. Because um, I know the club is always present forward thinking. Can we talk a bit about the past of the club? Yep. Um, sure. It's obviously home to the Ryder Club. Yep. Sam Ryder founded it. Um, are there still the course features? around yeah. that he designed it wasn't Sam Ryder who designed the golf course Tom Brady, James, yeah. James Brady James yeah. designed the golf course of which when he designed the the course in 1905 at that point in time he was developing designing hundreds of golf courses up and down the UK um, 
So most of the key features are still here. The routing of the golf course has changed. Okay. Where he designed it one through to 18, we have changed that, but it's still, his layout is still in existence today. So most of the features and the moundings he created are, and the green complexes are still pretty much in, in operation of how he designed it in 1905. Yeah, and what other historical aspects, obviously there's the, the course itself, yep. Uh, trophies, I know the portrait as well. Are there any other yeah, so historical artifacts? Yeah, I think the, the one big one is that they they conceived the idea of the Ryder Cup in the clubhouse. Yes, yeah. Which is huge for us. And then they um, signed off the deeds of trust for making the trophy. Yeah. Um, which was with Ryder, his brother, J.H. Taylor, another course designer, and, and others and that deed of trust is still in the clubhouse now and we've designed the Samuel Ryder suite as such as a private dining room or a party room but when you walk in the room on one wall you've got the deed of trust and as you pan 180 degrees to your right we've now got canvases up of all the iconic Ryder Cup moments okay, Ian yeah. Poulter, Seve Ballesteros etc all the iconic players uh, Tom Watson, Jack Nicholas on the wall, just to represent of like where it started in this room in yeah. to 1926 when they devised the competition ready for 1927 to be played for the first time, into what Sam Ryder's brainchild created a hundred yeah. year almost a hundred years later, and obviously we're, we're five years away from the hundred year anniversary hundred year anniversary of the Ryder Cup, so we're we haven't got anything planned as yet because it's five years away but we will plan to put things into into motion as we do you obviously I'm going from plan but do you think there'll be non-member aspects of that as well Absolutely. trying to get um, golfers from what the uh, from the country you know, yeah. maybe down as yeah well. and, and actually looking to probably do something with the American market as well okay yeah because it's obviously you know Americans play a huge part in yes. the Ryder Cup to do something internationally with with an American market as well, which would be great for us, but also I think great for St Albans as a city because they're all going to come to the golf club. They're probably going to want to look stay at St Albans, and, yeah. stay in St Albans, look further field, and look to you know as time approaches, do they have relationships with which we already have with the Clarion Hotel and that sort of thing, and develop that further forward. So people can then start to get the history of St Albans as well. Yes. It's just you know it's obviously a very historical city, and then the Romans play on that. that and all that side of things as well. So yeah, that's that would be key to our plan as well. Do you think oh, because we <coughs> mentioned beforehand about building a new clubhouse? Yep. Do you think the new clubhouse will be built by that point in five years? Hoping time? so. Yeah, we're, we're hoping so. We're hoping it's a three-year process from now okay. to be able to be trading in the new clubhouse so there's a lot of work to do between us and planners and everybody else to get to that stage um, but another key thing with that clubhouse is that it would have a Ryder Cup or Ryder Cup or Sammy Ryder name to be decided museum that's fantastic yeah. which then we would work very closely with St Albans tourism that's obviously growing and working harder yeah. and harder to build St Albans as a tourism destination and that museum would be paramount to our design and I don't want it to just be a staid 
old school, old fashioned museum. I want it to it to come to life. Yeah. And <clears throat> the plans behind it, and I liken it to the Natural History Museum and the Science Museum. So when you go to the Natural History Museum in London, it's a great experience for dinosaurs. After that, children are looking at boxed butterflies and that sort of thing. It's like the butterfly and there's this and this. there's not a lot to do. But when you go in the science museum, it's button, 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 press, 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 yeah. press, press. Yeah, yeah, the screens, Keep the gestures that, that you apps, can step. All those things. Yeah. And that's how we envisage the new clubhouse okay, yeah. to be. So you would go in and there'd obviously be the, the artefacts in there that you would see and the history of it that plays a huge, huge part. But then the, the concept at this stage is to have a big screen with buttons A to Z. So you could press Z, for example, and it brings up Fuzzy Zeller, who's played in the Ryder Cup, but not an icon of the Ryder Cup. So okay. it would bring up his playing record, where he played, his win-loss rate, you know, results and that sort of thing. And then you take that to the other end of the spectrum and you press B, and it brings up Seve Balasteros, one of the ultimate icons yeah. of the Ryder Cup. And it brings up his playing record, and then you can press further buttons to see some of Seve's iconic shots. Like when he drove the tenth at the Belfry Par Four over water, and he drove it like absolutely iconic shot. So you get in that engagement and interaction with yeah. the museum. But then to take that a stage further, we would have a simulator, indoor simulator. So you could then try to replicate exactly the same shot. That's, yeah, that's Can great, you clear yeah. the water? Can you hit the green? Can you do this? And we have a leaderboard of how close people got to replicating that shot. Or you're going to have a members there practising that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what, <laughs> we, song, would, yeah. what we would do, obviously, um, we've got to work with Ryder Cup Limited on that because the, the images are, the videos are... Right, OK, yeah. ...under licence. Yeah. But we're looking at doing something where we donate, charge a nominal fee for people to try to replicate that shot, but then don't donate that charities okay yeah that charity that money going into charities woods going back into golf or you know it helped grassroots golf and help the game expand and, and develop further which so. the, the money would go from that money from that would go towards charities which charities have you thought about which no we have yeah. we work with Ryder Cup Limited okay on that um, so we, we've got we've got to get to that agreement but that's what the, the plan that we're we're looking to do so yeah um, I was hoping to talk a bit more about the facilities and yep. membership options yep. um, firstly the uh, the pro shop yep um, Joel Saunders it is I think absolutely yep. yes um, <clears throat> what's his history with the club and also with the sports it was he Joel Joel's been here as a junior okay he wow. started so he's not worked anywhere else um, but a great asset for the club um, he won a national marketing golfer of the year um, nationally I think six years ago now so he's very proactive um, he's got a great reputation um, locally for um, club fitting and lessons so people will come far and wide to see Joel to be fit for clubs putters drivers etc etc yeah. because of his reputation because okay. he's so knowledgeable in that um, and so good at it, and then the way he pe- the clubs improve people's games, 
so he's very good at that side of things um, and just good at marketing so he's a great he's a great ambassador for the, for the club as well so and are there any future tournaments that he'll personally be attending <clears throat> he plays in programs so he does play in events okay, yeah. um, I think his days of you know working long hours here and a young family doesn't allow him to practice as much as he used to um, which I think unfortunately does happen to a lot of club pros we all get into the industry because we love the game and we love the yeah. sport um, and then we develop into general managers club pros etc and you don't quite play as much um, and members wonder why you're not as good as you used to be <laughs> but um, yeah he still plays and he's still he's still talented but um, and I'm sure if he practiced as much as he used to um, he would get that back but um, yeah he still, he still plays in lots of programs and represents yeah. the club and still plays to a very very good level and that was part two of three of my conversation with the general manager of Verum Golf Club, Mr Paul Keane. If you want to find out more about the club, you can at www.verulamgolf.co.uk. We hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, from the Sports Show, this has been Zach Khan. This podcast was a Verulam Sport production. You can listen to Radio Verulam on 92.6 FM or online at www.radioverulam.com.